You're listening to the Life Tree Church Sermon of the Week. We pray that as you hear this word, you would be encouraged and inspired as you pursue Jesus in your everyday life. Today is what we call our family meeting. So if you're a visitor here today, welcome to the family meeting. Uh, ho- hopefully you'll find something in it for you that God uses, speaks to you. Um, but before we, we kind of dive into all of that, I just wanted to uh, bring a few reports to you guys. Um, how many of you were here last week? I get, get, a, get a decent, decent showing, okay. Um, last week, guys, we shared with you guys that there was this pretty large gap between our budget we set for the year and where we were at. Uh, and there was, I just wanted to say to you guys as a community that there was, in my, from my perspective, a large response to that information. Uh, the offering last week was like over 10 grand that came in. Uh, and, and that's just like, you know, we don't, as I said to you last week, we don't talk a ton about money around here. You're going to hear about money today, actually, because it's just part of the family meeting. It comes. But, um, but. It's just we're celebrating. Like, when I share that report with you, it, it just fires me up. It's like, you know, this is something we're a part of together, and that, that makes me happy. And so I just wanted to say to, to, you know, everybody involved in that way to go, uh, let's, let's keep it up. Let's continue trusting God for what he wants to do with our finances here at Lifetree and all the work he wants to do through Lifetree. Another report. Last week, guys, we, we shared, like, words of knowledge for healing last week. Um, we prayed for a bunch of people to be healed. I got a text message on Friday from Carolyn first. Carolyn, can you wave your hand, please? I asked Carolyn if I could share this. But, uh, but James, who was with us last week, came with this sense that God wanted to heal something to do with people's lymph nodes. And, and, and Carolyn had an issue that that caused tremendous swelling in her feet consistently and a lot of pain and Thursday night she reached the end of the day and she sent me the pictures Friday morning of of totally non-swollen feet and I was like Carolyn when was the last time you reached the end of a day without swollen feet three years three years of them being swollen I know maybe sometimes you're like you, some of you might be hearing this. I'm just going to say, you may be like, ah, oh, swollen feet, like no big deal. Like it's simple. No, this is the kind of stuff we want to we highlight what God has done in a person's body. Make much of it because there's something that actually happens that as we share testimonies of what God has done, I promise you it produces more testimonies. It's like a seed that says God wants to do it again. It causes us to become a, a family that goes, oh, yeah, God heals people. Right? I wanted to even just show a hands. How many of you um, who received prayer for healing last week, if anybody else in the room can go, yeah, I had improvement in my body, or I'm totally healed, or I know somebody was healed or improvement in your body, can you just raise up your hand? We got one and two over here. Obviously, Carolyn, who we just mentioned. That's awesome, you guys. So, so, so the stuff is, like, happening. God is actually healing bodies, all right? And I know from talking to Carolyn that there was, I'm just to say, the little bit of swelling back the, the two nights following, but you told me, like, not the pain, 
not the pain that's been there. And so sometimes these things are a work in progress. And I just want to say to you that if you're in a place where you've experienced partial healing, the Bible says that he who has begun a good work in you is faithful to complete it. He doesn't do it halfway. And so before we move on, having said that, I actually want to invite anybody in here, you want healing in your body, just stand up right now. Right now, we're going to go after this, right now. If you want healing in your body for anything, stand up, okay? And if you're, if you're open to people around you laying hands on you, just look to the people next to you and say, lay hands on me. And if you're not, if they didn't tell you to lay hands on, on them, then don't. Don't do it. All right? So, yeah. So, Father, you're a good, good Father. Like we sang, like fire and wind, you come and you burn away and you blow away and you do tremendous work. And we thank you for the reports just from last week of bodies experiencing healing. And we speak healing to everyone standing who stood up and said, yes, I want to be healed. We speak healing in Jesus' name. We take authority over pain, over infirmity. We take authority over uh, vertebrae out of alignment. Father, we take authority over every ailment that needs to be healed in this place right now. And in Jesus' name, we speak healing. We speak strength. We speak comfort. Amen? Now, if you can do anything to move it, test it, that you could wave your hand right now and say, hey, I feel better. We want to hear about it, okay? Give me a show of hands, anybody. I got, I got James over there. <laughs> Thank you, James. Thanks, James. Rory, is that you testing it, or is that you raising your hand to tell us? Column A and column B, so there's improvement. Come on. Guys, we're just we're gonna keep going after this. Okay? It's gonna be normal around Life Tree to pray for people to be healed, to see people get healed, okay? Uh, and if you don't like that sort of thing, I don't know, I'd invite you to hang around anyway. Uh, I was gonna tell you to see the door, but I thought, no, you can still hang out even if you don't like it. Uh, we love you. You're welcome, even if you think that's weird. Telsey, why don't you come on up? We're gonna we're gonna open this thing up. Can we get a round of applause for my lovely wife? Um, so guys, like I told you today, we call it family meeting, uh, to give you just a, an idea what that means. Uh, it's essentially like an AGM. Doesn't that sound exciting? Uh, but, but instead of like just formal communication of information, we want to take on more a posture of celebrating what God has done. We take on a posture of like recalling and remembering what God has done and then celebrating that. And so that is going to look like Mike's going to share with us some stuff about the finances. Uh, others who lead different areas of ministry at the church are going to give us reports about that. Um, but as, as that happens, we just really want to invite everyone to kind of posture their hearts. Charlotte's just pointing out here, we've got all these printed out. These are like written reports of this stuff. Um, but the invitation, guys, is that in the midst of it, we would hear more than just information. I think you've got something you want to say about that. Trade you. Trade. Hi. Hi, guys. Um, so I'm just excited about this because God is good, always. 
And um, so one thing that I just wanted to say this morning um, to start out is that whatever you hear today, it's a we, like we, you know, did the things and um, it's not a like us or the staff, it's a we, like we are a family and Lifetree is a community, a family. And so whatever you hear, the awesome stories or whatever God did, it's we, we did that. And you may be new to Lifetree, so maybe you weren't here in 2021, but just take that as a, you know, if you're here now, it's a still a we, and we did that, and we're going to continue on and see God move and his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven because that's what we want and we desire and we love Jesus. And you've probably heard it over and over. It's all about Jesus. And that is true. Whatever we do here is to bring glory to him and see his kingdom on earth expand. And so just, you know, just make sure you're thinking this is a we thing like we're a family and families do things together and we walk together so just remember that okay um and also like i just be real 2021 had its challenges and frustrations and it was not an easy year and i was talking to caleb about that this morning like that is a reality that it was hard at times or am i the only one Sorry. Yeah. I think we know a thing or two about yeah. that. Yeah. But but it's God brings good out of hard things and so how exciting it is to even though that was hard and he walked with us in it. We were able to bring those frustrations to him. We were able to bring these challenges and say, "What do we do, Lord?" Like we sometimes we felt like our hands were tied. Like, "What do we do?" Um and he was faithful to guide us and walk with us through the hard stuff. And also, there was the enemy would come and try to bring division. There were differences of opinions on things. Uh, this person thought this, this person thought that. And the enemy, he, he tried to pull us apart. But guess what? He didn't. We're here, we're here and we fought for unity because that is what Jesus wants us to fight for. And that he came so that we could be walked together in unity. And so I, that is huge thing to celebrate this morning is that we're still here. And we chose love. And uh, yeah, like who's excited about that? Like, like seriously, we are still here. And... We're still a family. Families go through things. Every, not everybody thinks the same in a family, but it's choosing love and choosing unity. So, and he just was so faithful in that. Um, yeah, do you want to add something? I just, I, I hear that and I hear that song. Anybody following? I don't know if it was Sing or Sing too, but uh, it predates the movies, but that's where I remember it from. The I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, and it's like, it's not, but it's not about like, it's not about this statement of like, we on our own, we're still standing as Telsey mentions that thing that how many of you felt that th through 2021, the thing of like, man, there's a lot going on trying to pull us apart here. Can I just, can I, okay. You guys know what we're talking about? Okay. Um, and, and the fact that the Lord did hold us together is such a testimony to him. 
And, and that's just where I want to kind of direct our attention as we carry on this morning, is that when you hear Mike shared with us about finances, or you hear um, Haley and Amber talk to us about Roots Kids, or somebody else sharing some other aspect, I want you to like be listening for what God did. Because in the middle of it all, God is moving, God is active, God is working. And, um, and in saying that, I realize I wanted to say this on the front end of all this. I'm going to say it now. But like, you might be like, why are we reviewing 2021 in May? Uh, and, it, and part of it is because we came into the new year in all of this kind of disarray of coming out of public health orders that had us having to do all sorts of new stuff, uh, try new things. There was a lot of that going on. And then, and then I know for us, we got kind of throwing a curveball with the passing of Telsey's mom. That was, that was kind of got us disoriented. And we came into like the spring being like, we didn't do the family meeting. <laughs> like what happened? And, and, and is realizing like, no, it's still worth doing because it's worth actually pausing as a community for a minute and just reflecting on what God has done. And I'm going I'm to speak a little bit into that as we close, but rather than rambling on and on about it right now, I just want to welcome you to that posture of asking the question, all of this, what has God been doing? And with that, Mike, why don't you come on up and uh, take it away. Thanks. Yeah. I'll just use this. Everyone doing good? So I look at financial spreadsheets basically every single day uh, during the week for work. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I forget when I'm talking to people about finances, um, I just see like eyes glaze over. And, and I'm like, oh, this isn't super exciting and fun for everyone. <laughs> Uh, so I'll try and keep it interesting. Uh, so I wanted to talk about finances, um, and I was hoping that at the end of the service I'd be able to just be around to talk to people if anyone has any questions. But uh, actually, Shar's, uh, Shar's grandpa passed away, and, uh, and so we're going to be going up island to uh, Qualicum right after this, uh, basically after Shar speaks. And uh, we're going to attend a uh, memorial service at uh, 2 o'clock. So uh, in lieu of that, I, I printed off a few, like 15 copies of each of uh, some of the detailed financials for, for those of you who would like to look at that. So I summarized 2021 um, expenses and, and income and, uh, and then a comparison from uh, this year up to April 30th and, that, and, uh, and last year. Uh, just for anyone who's, who's interested. And, uh, and then for the sake of this presentation, I've basically summarized uh, in, in really simple terms what, uh, uh, what the financials have, uh, have been and are, are looking like. Um, so if you can turn to slide one or slide two, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I, I chose Life Tree Green with a backdrop of white, and I had thought that would look good, but it's kind of hard to read, so I apologize for that. Um, so I might have to do like gateway blue maybe next time or something. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, so we're going to, just to keep finances fun, we're going to play a game. It's called Spot the Global Pandemic. And uh, <laughs> so, so we, uh, uh, we, came, we came into 2019 
uh, out of 2019 with uh, with about $523,000 in revenue that that came in through mostly uh, tithes and offerings and then some rental income from uh, two businesses that rent out of the space CrossFit Lifetree and Vertical Performing Arts. And um, and then, you know, we got we got hit in 2020 with a fairly dramatic thing when COVID, when COVID-19 kind of just just went crazy. And I remember uh, I remember when that all happened, we uh, had just come from a, um, a worship conference. The worship team went to a worship conference and uh, and we actually were staying at the hotel where the uh, where the BC Dental Association was gathering. That that was the beginning of the pandemic hitting BC, and uh, so that was kind of crazy. And then the the Sunday after that was our first online with a cell phone service, uh, because and it was it was great. You should you should scroll back to March 2020, and yeah, we've we've come a long way. And uh, huge props to the uh, the sound people josh victor this this whole team starla that, that came around to to pull things together uh but we we found ourselves in a position in 2020 i'm kind of going back to 2020 because we hadn't had this this type of in-person meeting for since then uh and so uh in 2020 we we met as a leadership team and we were figuring out what we need to do because there was a dramatic drop in in giving and uh, and revenue and the businesses that that were here were taking a huge hit as well not being able to operate and so we were partnering with them to do some some rent relief as well and uh, and so we we adjusted our budget we uh, kind of looked at it from from that outlook of how do we uh, sustain given the the income and where it's at and, and where it's trending and uh, for me, I, I like to look at trends, and uh, and so I take snapshots in time of, of uh, you know from this month to this month, and and project from there. And, uh, and so that's kind of what we did in 2021. Uh, to me, it's a huge testimony of God's faithfulness. I mean, it's not it's not like everything was back to normal last year. Uh, it was still the the first half of the year we weren't gathering, and there was you know it's hard to um, hard to feel like a community when you can't gather. And I think there was a really conscious effort that was put in our community to reach out to each other. We had support groups and, you know, uh, in, in-home kind of microchurch uh, gatherings and meeting in parks and, you know, uh, doing, doing lots of um, community-building efforts. And, and I think that that is uh, such a cool uh, show of resiliency that our community has uh, and a conviction that we have that, that this is important. It's important to be together. It's important to gather. And, uh, and so I, I kind of wanted to highlight 2021 and say thank you guys. Thank you so much for, for the partnership with the vision of this community, of this church. Um, and uh, I think it's pretty great. That's why I'm here. I, I, I love Lifetree. I love what we're doing and what we're all about. And, uh, and in 2022, we set a budget based on um, uh, a little bit of an increase, kind of always like stepping out in faith and saying we, we believe for more so that we can do more and uh and to fulfill the vision that that we feel god's put on our heart am i holding the mic wrong oh i'm blocking the the thing yeah so uh that's that's a breakdown of revenue we had about four hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars come in through rental income and uh and tithes and offerings and uh and this year we were believing for for four hundred and eighty-five thousand. uh if we pull to the next slide uh, it shows a breakdown of expenses through uh, throughout uh, the last three years and into this year. And um, for uh, 2020, we we had made a cut 
down. We were we were intending to spend more and invest more into uh, into certain programs and and facility upgrades, and we ended up uh, we ended up making some fairly dramatic cuts in that. But also, when when we weren't able to gather in person, we realized that we weren't fully prepared for online services. And there's actually a a, a lot of equipment and. Uh, and technical expertise to get us there, and so there was an investment that that went in in the midst of decline in in giving, uh, and so so we ended up spending four hundred fifty thousand dollars, approximately in twenty twenty, and then in twenty twenty one, we we didn't have to invest as much in in some of the equipment upgrades, and so our budget for spending other than those equipment upgrades virtually stayed the same. Um, in twenty twenty two, we. We came into this year in in uh, December. We set our budget for 2022, and we came with uh, with a lot of vision to to invest um, to to see our community uh, have a greater impact in the in the surrounding community, and, and also to have a greater effort of discipleship, uh, particularly in the area of children's ministry. And uh, and Haley came with a ton of vision, and she's going to share about that. And uh, and she she made a proposal for a budget, and and then we. Uh, we found a we found a way to to uh, increase the budget in children's ministry fairly dramatically uh, from where it was and uh, and so that was a large portion of that uh, and and uh, that's what we have been believing for for 2022. Uh, if we can go to slide five, I'll just give you a it just just gives a little bit of an interesting kind of breakdown in terms of revenue. So uh, in 2021 and and what we believe for 2022, this is uh, this is the um, the reality of what 2021 was about 412 thousand dollars in in tithes and offerings, and uh, and then about 60 thousand dollars from our rental income uh, for the uh, for the the week uh, Monday to Friday um, activities that happen through the building, and and we were believing for. Uh, a slight increase for 2022, and uh, and then our rental contracts have all been uh, commit, committed in terms of uh, in terms of our expectations there. For um, what's the next slide? I seem to have like the same slide twice here. So hopefully, it's not the same there. Oh yeah, so this is this is basically from January. Thanks. This is from January first till till April thirtieth, just uh, just a couple weeks ago. And so uh, when we talk about trends and analyzing trends, I'm noticing a trend that uh, that I I did notice in the in the first uh, I, I sort of flagged it in February, and we've been trying to talk about that and uh, and assess where where we're at. But right now, where we stand is that we're about 36 percent down from last year's giving at, the, at around the same time. So that obviously becomes a point of concern uh, that as a leadership team we're, we're needing to meet and discuss and, and determine what, what are some actionable steps that, that we can take uh, practically. Um, one of the things that we've never really considered as a, as a church is taking on operating, uh, operating debt or, or anything like that, like an operating line of credit or anything. And I don't, I don't think that we're at that place right now as a, as a, as a leadership team. We've just never really believed in, in going that way. Uh, we've kind of taken the Dave Ramsey approach, if that makes sense. Like, if you don't have cash, don't buy it type of thing. And, uh, and we think that that's a really good thing. Uh, and it's not to say that we won't uh, change a strategy in the future, but, but for now, this is sort of where we, uh, where we stand. And so then we stand in faith. We stand in faith, um, trusting that God is going to provide 
for the, the vision that we feel God put on our hearts to, to implement. Uh, and so there's a really practical component to that. Um, the last slide is just, I did kind of like a little pie chart, which I'm not great at doing, but, uh, but I triple-checked it, and it's, it's oh, what, what, what do you call it? Yeah, thank you, thank you, yeah. I love pie more than I love pie charts, but um, I'll say some of, the, some of the highlights are uh, uh, that we um, project at this point to have $491,000 in spending for the year, uh, and that includes about $27,000 uh, towards our mortgage principal. We've been fairly aggressive as a church from the, from the onset uh, of paying down this mortgage that we had on, the, on this property. It's an amazing property, and, uh, and we've been really wanting to pay it off. And our current mortgage balance is like 51 grand, guys. It's pretty amazing. Like, we're, we're crushing it, and if we're able to continue on this trend by, by this time in two years, like, we'll be mortgage-free, uh, which, which is amazing. Uh, we, we commit about $2,500 a month to, our, uh, to paying down our mortgage, and a portion of that is interest, and then the rest just dumps, dumps into principal, which is, which is amazing. Uh, one of the things we're, we're intending to not do is to invest too much into the facility this year, and I'll talk about the facility uh, right after I finish this. Um, but, uh, but we are wanting to invest more in, in our um, missional programming, our our uh, children's ministry, community events, local outreach, uh, and we, we really have our sights set on, on impacting locally, impacting children, impacting uh, our communities. And, um, and so that, that's where we've put a focus of our budget uh, is to empower leaders, to build community, uh, and to support missions. Uh, in terms of um, uh, breakdowns, about 40% towards uh, towards pastoral salaries and, and just general admin expenses. 23% of our funds go towards the facility and the mortgage, uh, but 1% is towards community things, so that would be like coffee and when we have lunches and, and that type of thing. Uh, and, uh, and then a 15% uh, towards missions, and, uh, and then 21% towards ministry, uh, ministry programs, so that includes the youth group and children's ministries and uh, any type of uh, uh, outreach things that we do, you know, that pertain to our programming. And so uh, that's a bit of a breakdown of what we're intending to, to do, what we're believing for. And uh, I would really strongly encourage you guys to take it to the Lord and just say, uh, how, you know, should, should I partner with this vision? Uh, it's important that people who attend a, a church um, believe in the vision of the community and, and sow into it with time, energy, money, uh, and, uh, and with their hearts, you know, showing up and being present. And, uh, and that's my encouragement to, to all of you is just as we've shared this, this is the vision that we have, um, that, you would, uh, that you take it to the Lord and, uh, and to your family and say, is this where I, is this where I belong? And, uh, and should I partner with this? And, uh, and I just wanted to segue into facility because one of the other things that I do uh, outside of treasury is uh, I oversee um, the facility and uh, some of the things that uh, that that just are very practical in terms of what goes on uh, with a with a building that ages and uh, and has issues at times. One one of the major things in the last couple of years that we had to replace was our deep water well. We uh, we ran dry and we went and so we had to dig a new well and went 600 feet down to find a flow rate that uh, that we were happy with. Um, because we wanted to have a flow rate for this, uh, a water flow rate for this building that would allow for increased capacity. 
Uh, and so we, we didn't want to just dig till we're good now, but, but dig till we're good for the future. Um, yeah, that could preach. And um, another thing that happened was uh, we, we're on oil furnaces from the 50s. We have these, like, 19, 1956 oil furnaces, and, uh, and the uh, oil tanks that supply oil to them uh, sprung a leak, and, uh, and that really sucked. And, uh, and we ended up replacing those and doing some remediation, uh, which was also very costly. Uh, and then in this last year, one of the major improvements that we did in 2021 was actually uh, the flooring that starts there and goes all the way to the end of the hall, which looks so much better. Uh, it, was part of our, it was part of our plan for a foyer improvement, and uh, it was sort of a phase one of our foyer improvement. What we wanted to do is actually expand the foyer eventually um, to have more ability for after the service people being able to, to have a covered space where they can gather and, and uh, chat. Um, and uh, one of the cool things about the uh, one of the cool things about the, the flooring install was that we were able to secure that flooring right before there was a fairly dramatic like about 40 percent price increase. Um, and so we pulled the trigger right there because uh, when the supplier was restocking because of supply chain issues that I'm sure everyone is facing in their respective uh, workplaces, um, we were able to uh, secure it before that, and so that was really cool. So we spent about 13 grand to replace the flooring all the way down the hall, which I think is a tremendous deal. As a builder, I'm like, that was a that was a great deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's good. Uh, and then we were able to do some painting improvements uh, down the hall uh, in uh, one of the rooms, uh, re repainting the room, and then and then in the foyer repainting. Uh, and we were able to have a couple work bees. Thank you so much for those who attended uh, yesterday's work bee. It was awesome. To the tens that came and the hundreds online, uh, <laughs> I encourage you to come to the next work bee. It's awesome. We have a lot of fun. We do great things. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I guess in closing, I just want to say thank you guys so much for partnering with the vision of this church and being a part of this community. It's so great to see faces that I don't know and faces that I do um, that, uh, that are here and wanting to be here. And uh, I'm happy to uh, answer any questions for those of you who'd like detailed breakdowns of finances. There's a couple, uh, there's about 15 copies each printed here. And if you have any questions uh, about anything, there's full transparency. And so you can reach out to me. Uh, happy to take uh, emails and set up meetings, uh, answer any questions. So, yeah, I'm going to hand it over to Shar, who's going to talk about worship. Woo. All right, anyone else in the, like, eyes start to glaze over? And, and so just give your head a little shake. You'll be, you'll be all right. Um, I'm not going to talk too long because you sort of see us every Sunday morning. So, um, so you kind of you know what's going on in worship. Um, and then in the printout, if you didn't get a printout, talk to Starlet at the end of the service. She will print off more. We're also going to email out the, like, document. PDF. Thank you. The PDF. Um, yeah, so I handle the worship creatives and sort of general administration um, for our team and for the programs here. And it's awesome. Um, it's just great. So it's fun. I'm not going to talk too much. Honestly, we met for like the first time as a worship community this past month um, because we just sort of hadn't been able to. And then with all sort of the extra strain and sort of our department as the worship team, it was like, it's too much. Um, so we were actually able to meet together for the first time. And I just sat in the room and I just was like, this is amazing. And I am just Oh, I'm so grateful for our team and the community of worshipers who sort of show up here on Sundays and, and engage in sort of leading in worship in this community. Um, for like a year and a half, they led worship to a camera, 
And if you think worshiping in your living room to a screen is hard, leading worship to a camera is next level challenging. Um, and the team just like stayed. Like there was no like, you know what, this sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. I quit. I mean, we wanted to quit a lot. I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of talking off ledges. Um, but there was, but honestly, like I was just so blessed and so thankful to our worship community and to our creatives and tech team for just like soldiering through um, the last like while. And I'm not going to lie, as I was like preparing for 2021 for like this presentation, I was like, did anything even happen? Like I was just sort of like, did that year even take place? Like it was just sort of one of those. And I'm so grateful if you don't follow us on Instagram or on the Facebook community, I'm so grateful for it because it was like living recorded testimonies of what God did through the year. And so to prep, I literally just like went through our Instagram and went through our e-bulletin. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I was like texting Kelly and Charlotte. I was like, he actually did do stuff, guys. Um, so I'm just, I, I love being in the role that I get to be here. One of the main things that sort of changed in my zone is Starla came on officially as sort of the office administrator. And so her and I work a lot together uh, to do stuff. We sort of laugh. Our brains are slowly fusing into one. Um, but it's good. Uh, and then one of the other main things that we got to do was we've started partnering with Gateway uh, and Keystone Churches to have sort of unified body of Christ extended worship times. They're on the last Sunday of every month. And those have been like, like Kelly and I, we sort of went to the first one we left. We were like, that was just like water to our soul. It was so good. And so I just encourage you to come out to those. That's mostly what I'm going to say. And I'm going to invite the Roots team. You guys can come up as I finish because you guys see us every Sunday. So you worship happens here and it's good um and yeah if you have any questions or want to get involved you can we've had new people join we like had such a god is so good at providing we had such a sort of like lack our sound operators pretty much we were down to like josh evan and victor for like a long time and they're managing like stream volume and in the house volume and then Evan had to step back. We were down to Josh and Victor. And then I was like, we need sound people. And it was just like radio silence, radio silence, radio silence. And now we have like four to five sound people, guys. So God is good. Thank you for those who have stepped up and are training and getting to know the board and all the things. We are believing for finances for a new board. There's a bunch of things that are slowly breaking like mic stands and all sorts of things. It's fun. So we're just believing for provision and for finances to be able to make the upgrades that we need to um, because we, I also like firmly believe that bringing excellence to the Lord is a good thing to do. And so we work hard as a worship community to try to make sure we have good equipment and good feeds and good sound and, and that costs money. So partner with us. Roots, come on up. Haley, Amber. <laughs> Yeah, for those who didn't hear, that was Lorraine shouting out to uh, Charlotte for starting to incorporate the youth into our worship community here. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Good morning, guys. Yeah, Amber and I are here to chat about Roots. And yeah, we're just, we've spent some time reflecting back, thinking about 2021. And we had, you know, similar thoughts like, oh yeah, okay, what was 2021? And uh, we're thinking back to it and it's like, oh yeah, there were all these like health orders and stuff that prevented kids from being here. And that was really hard. Uh, when you're running a kids program. Um, so we spent uh, 2021, the first part of the year, um, we, were able, we weren't able to be here on a Sunday morning, but we were able to be here throughout the week. Uh, we were able to have kids come for like an after-school program, and we were able to run um, 
uh, camps for like when they had holidays from school. So we ran a spring break camp. And we remember looking at each other and being like, kids are in the hallway. We were so jazzed and kids are back in like in our classrooms, you know? So um, that was a long break, uh, not actually physically really having the kids here for like an organized program. So that was just like, uh, we were so excited to actually like physically have them back in the building. Um, and then summer 2021, uh, health orders sort of relaxed a bit and we were able to meet here on Sunday mornings and have people here in person. And we spent the summer just like outside in the backyard and having a great time, like just reconnecting. Our focus that summer was just to like establish relationship because we were all dispersed for so long. And like when you're a kid, when you're only four or five, a year is a long time. So uh, we just spent that summer just like playing games, having fun, talking about where we see Jesus outside, what is he doing in your life, like just not really having too much of an agenda other than connection. Um, so that was really cool. We really, really enjoyed that. And it really helped uh, set a nice foundation uh, for the fall when we were able to be back in person, uh, which we were so jazzed about. We were able to be back here uh, with our regular scheduled programming. Um, and so it just provided this opportunity. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard me say this before, but it provided this opportunity for us to uh, say, okay, like, God, we're starting, we're starting fresh. Like, what do you have for the kids in this season? And so, um, yeah, we just really allowed ourselves to dream. We just really sat there and looked at it and said, okay, like, Lord, what do you have for us in this season? And so, yeah, he provided, like, just vision for for the kids and like for Lifetree. And so that's what we've been working on. Like you guys have seen, you know, the implementation of this new program we've got going on. Um, we, he provided us just, yeah, with the funds to incorporate more of like a, a, a team, like a, a paid roots team. Like we've got dedicated teachers. We've got, um, you know, excellent classroom programming and consistency for the kids. We really sat and talked, um, we chatted with each other and we prayed and we just really felt like God was just really stirring up this, like, we want kids to feel like they belong. You know, we were thinking about, okay, God, what does it look like for them to have a place in your kingdom? And it's like, they belong there. It's not just that they're welcomed or that they're fun or, you know, it's that they belong here. So that's what we really dove into with the kids. And we try to make sure that they always feel more than just welcomed, but that they feel known and that they feel a part of this community and that they belong here. So we've been having such a good time with the kids and we've really been like seeing the fruit. We've been hearing your stories. You guys come to us with stories about your kids like, oh, they were reciting this memory verse at home or they were talking about this program or they remembered this story from your video and those things like that's what keeps us going. We just like hear those stories and we're like, okay, God, you are doing something so big. So we've been, yeah, so blessed with the kids. And we've been really blessed with an excellent team. And honestly, yeah, your kids are just awesome. And we're having a great time with them. <laughs> yeah, and then looking forward, um, yeah, like Haley mentioned, our goal this year was just that kids would belong, um, that they'd walk in the doors and just feel known. Um, but two, we kind of threw around the term, like, there's no, like, children God. You know what I mean? Like, he wants relationship with them. So looking forward, we just want to continue to pursue programming that, teaches them that, that they can have their own relationship with the Lord, and that, um, I don't know, I think the coolest thing is that we've been seeing Jesus show up down the hall just as much as he's been showing up in here, um, and so we are just excited for what's to come, and what the Lord is going to do, and what he has planned for your kids, and the ways he's going to show up, and We're all sweaty. Ew. <laughs> all right. Woo. 
Yeah. Um, thank you. Um, as, as many of you know, we, we weren't here in 2021. Um, and we were brought on at the, well, I guess, yeah, the very beginning of 2022. Um, but just from what we've seen, like, Lucas had grown uh, the youth group quite a good size, like yeah. between 40 and 50 youth come out um, every week. And so that's been really incredible. Um, we kind of jumped in with uh, Lucas and uh, in the end of 2021, and we went to Consumed Conference um, up in, uh, yeah, up, up Island. And it was just so cool to see all the youth getting um, involved, like getting really engaged in worship and really receiving from the people there and just having some really incredible encounters with the Lord mm. um, and some really good testimonies from that. And yeah, and then we had um, five baptisms, youth baptisms at the beginning yes. of this year, which were so incredible to see um, that Lord is moving in them and speaking to them and just calling them into like such a close relationship with him as well. Um, yeah, and just one story from a girl who was uh, at youth, she was in worship, and she was just really enjoying it and felt the Lord's presence so much that she was like, wow, I want to be a part of the youth band. And so she started going to the youth band meetings and wanting to get involved just because of what she is um, feeling there and encountering the Lord. So, and we have, yeah, lots of other little stories of youth just encountering the Lord's presence, and they just love coming, and it's, it's yeah, they try and get their parents to take them there because they want to want to be involved and want to come so bad. And it's just really... Incredible to see, yeah. <laughs> One thing that I love about youth is that it's not just life tree kids. That um, it's yeah. it's youth from all around um, Victoria, from different churches. Some youth that don't even go to church, and I'm just like, this is amazing. And I love that our youth um, from Life Tree accept these other youth and just invite them in. Um, and it's become family. Like, the best thing that I loved about Consume was is that they went as friends and they came back as family. I know that sounds really cheesy, but we saw, like, this um, deeper connection. And you see that and feel that at youth and throughout the week, that it's not just a youth group, but they've um, really made, like, relationships with each other and cheer each other on. And it's just beautiful to see that. So they're just growing, and I love them all so much. Um so I get the lovely job of sharing vision. Um, so I'm just going to read my notes. Yeah, I guess the, what, the thing that we've really loved is like just getting to know them. Like we've only been here a few months. We're getting to know their hearts, um, where they're at. Um, 2021 was hard for them. They lost their leader, <laughs> Lucas, who they loved, who still loves them, um, but transition is always awkward, right? It's like, hey guys, we want to love you too, let us in. And um, and they did that so well. You saw like um, the fruit of what Lucas has laid in their lives, and um, I've just been so blessed by them, if I'm honest. Like, yeah, we're coming with our hearts to teach them, but we're getting way more out of them. So, And that's just like credit to you as parents, and um, even young life, like what you do during the week, like they come and they share that. And I'm like, God is on the move with our youth. And um, I love that we're getting to connect in just 
way more than just on a Friday night, but in the week, and yeah, I could go on about that. Anyway, vision, vision. <laughs> um, so our vision is that we go deeper, that it's more life on life, that we can connect with other ministries such as Young Life, um, such as YWAM and what they're doing too, um, which takes time. And uh, the more time we give, the more money we need to um, not be at work. Uh, if I'm honest, like, that's the truth. Or to have more leaders involved. Um, we want to raise up even the youth um, to become leaders, like some of the older ones. But we would love more staff. Um, as the youth is growing, honestly, like, we need more people. So if you want to get involved, come and speak to us. Like, we, we need more peeps. Um, yeah, and to create genuine connection, like, um, I was listening to this guy speak um, in the week, and he was saying, you know, it's one thing, um, when we're, like, youth, we can, like, look at YouTube and go, I can do that, like, <laughs> we can just, like, look at something and be like, yeah, I can do that, but actually, it takes someone, like, use the example of driving a car, right, um, so it's like, oh, I can do that because I've seen it on YouTube. I can drive a car. And he's like, no, like, it takes someone to get in the car with them, be prepared to, like, get whiplash um, <laughs> and teach them, like, how to drive the car. And, like, that's what we want to do with youth. We want to, like, get in the car with them. We want to sit next to them, champion, cheer them on to be able to do what Jesus has called them to be. And um, whether that is being a dancer, a singer, or a preacher, or an evangelist, or a nurse, or a businessman, whatever that is, like, our has is just to literally run along with them and just cheer them on. And that takes people. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where we're at, and that's what we're excited to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. I love this kind of stuff. Um, I love this. I just need this. Um, sorry. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Um, I just got to share this real quick. I had such a clear kind of picture in my mind as we were praying uh, before the service that today would be a day where we are, you know, like when the people of God cross the Jordan River. They were told after, come and like build up an altar and they stack stones up. And I just, I just want you, and I'm like, man, I should have brought some rocks. Like we got so many rocks at my house. Um, and just, I want you to imagine and think about all the things we're sharing and all the things that have happened as us kind of building an altar um, and we're laying down a stone in front of you and we would remember the goodness of the Lord and we would remember what he's done. So, um, that's just my heart and my prayer for us this morning, that we would be laying an altar that we can say, look at what the Lord has done. Um, I get to do uh, kind of missions and community ministry things. I think I have an official name. It's written on the paper and I forgot what it is because <laughs> I just kind of live life like this. Um, that's right. Missions and community engagement is what I'm called. Uh, so in 2021, I think everyone's mentioned it. I think we were just kind of like learning again how to like be together. So a lot of our, our my vision and our hope and vision was we got to just learn how to be. Like I remember coming in and being like, uh, uh, can we? Uh, can I hug you? Like, I don't know. Is that okay? And maybe not today, maybe tomorrow. And so there was a lot of that. And so we 
really felt to focus a lot on our community. And so we did a lot of fun things. Um, and I just, I had to list them out because I also had forgotten so many things because it felt like it was so long ago. Um, yeah. So over kind of, I'm going to talk about kind of in-house things and then I'm going to talk about um, kind of um, outward mission after. We... Uh, we, do you guys remember Easter last year? <laughs> we, um, we just had the idea. We weren't able to gather still then. I'm pretty sure because I remember seeing pictures and we were outside with masks. And I was like, we're going to do, like, this is our biggest holiday, y'all. Like, we got to do something. And so we invited our whole community. We posted on our, like, community Facebook groups and stuff. And I said, y'all come. Like, we want to let you know that we are here to love you, to bless you, that Jesus is on your side, even if you're not there yet with him. So we put together, we had a huge donation, like, Extreme Outreach had, like, teddy bears and stuff and baskets that they donated towards that. Um, and we put together, we had over 100 cars drive by. And I'm remembering correctly, not one of maybe one of those was someone from our community it was all people that had never come to church here which was like incredible we had a speaker outside and we were dancing and I was like this is the biggest party like it was the best so we had we we were able to give away over 100 pi uh, picnic baskets Easter baskets um and now that just like and people were like why are you doing this and I think Telsey had a man be like why are you doing this and she was and I don't know she probably had a perfect yeah yeah, and she was like, because Jesus loves you. Like, and, and he, yeah, anyway, so that was kind of an amazing thing we did. Um, I don't want to forget some things. Uh, we gave away baskets for Mother's Day, which y'all donated towards. I know we had, like, author clothing donate towards that. Uh, I'm pretty sure Level Ground donated towards that. And we just reached out to our neighbors, like to Brentwood, Stanich, kind of around, and said, hey, we're Life Tree. We're here to love you and bless you and tell you that Jesus loves you. And so we gave away baskets. I remember I drove to someone's house to deliver one that wanted, and they were like, why are you doing this? And I was like, we're Life Tree. We're just down the road, and we just want to say that you are loved and blessed. We know it's been a hard year. Jesus loves you. And people were just like floored that somebody um, would even do that in our community. So that was amazing. We, I had forgotten about this, y'all. We had two Serve Saturday events. Do you guys remember that? Does anybody, did anybody do Serve Saturday? We had a beach cleanup team. We had a team go to Island View and, like, clean up the beach. Um, we had a group of, I know that was led by uh, Drew, go and just, like, fix up and help around the Diggles property. Uh, Caleb and a group moved a single mom that needed help. Uh, what else? There was so much. There was a team who went and cleaned the extreme outreach offices. There was just amazing. Oh, you guys baked cookies for Sanctuary Youth Center downtown. And then my one of my favorites is we ran something called October Feast. Do you guys remember that? Maybe some of you didn't. We just started eating together again. And that was amazing. And uh, I just loved it. Like we either had cookies and breakfast here or we had lunch after and we remember we had to have it in like individually wrapped little boxes and stuff. I, I kind of like that. It's kind of easy. But so all that to say is our heart was just to reconnect. Similar to kind of what Haley was saying is that they spent that summer kind of reconnecting with the kids. That's kind of what we wanted. Um, we continued through that year to, to uh, give financially to a, a few of the um, missions outside of Life Tree. 
And if you want to know more about those missions, like we have them all written down, but we uh, are able to give to Extreme Outreach. So the ones in the city are Extreme Outreach, Sanctuary Youth Center. Um, thank you. Leading Influence, Jason Christine with Lead. I have a list here so I don't forget. There's a lot of things. Um, Kim and Darlene on Rahu are doing um, a uh, like micro churches in Kelowna. Uh, and then we give to, like, outward missions. So that's, like, Bruce, who's in Colombia right now. He was, like, texting me. He was, like, I'm with a pastor from Guatemala right now. And I was, like, what? What's his name? Anyways, I'm Guatemalan if you don't know. So he's over there ministering. Um, we give to Jacob and Amber President in YWAM. We give, woo, to Andrew and Terry Bandman, which you guys were able to meet this year. Do you guys remember? They came with their kids. They had been wanting to come for so long. They were able to come. Um, who am I missing? I think I got them all. But just honestly, guys, our heart was to strengthen and deepen our local connection and outreach and also to continue to strengthen and deepen relationship with those who are kind of doing the mission of Jesus globally. Um, and that's really our heart. So going forward, I'm, I'm looking forward to continue that connection and to also just help us as a family figure out what God is calling you specifically to. And if, if there's a way that we can empower you, equip you, and help you find kind of like the way that Jesus is calling you to preach the gospel, uh, we want to help you do that. Like, we want to walk that together. So um, I had one verse to end, and it's John 13, 35, and it says, By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. So we want to be, we want to make Jesus famous by declaring, right, him and by showing his ways. And so that's, uh, that's my goal and if any of you have any questions about anything that I shared, want more details or specifics, don't hesitate to email me. And, yeah, we love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your faithfulness in giving and everything else. Go. You, you can take that. A um, couple things I meant to mention on the front end that I just want to throw in here, too. And you guys can see all the details in that printout that went out. But, like, we tried a lot of new things in this weird year of navigating public health orders. And, um, and one of them was these outdoor services that were mentioned. And then, is Anita here today? No, Patrick's there, but not Anita. And Anita and Patrick ran... Uh, support groups. I think that might have got mentioned briefly, but they ran a support group for those who were walking through life who would say, I'm dealing with depression and anxiety. And they actually were able to open the doors, and we were allowed to do that because under the public health order, that was something you could still do. Um, and then we had these outdoor services. Uh, one thing that I want to bring attention to, because because we're not continuing to create them, they don't get highlighted, but we actually made a podcast out of here. Anybody remember the podcast that Will Winter and Jessica Jean helped to create? And it was called Everyday Impact. And we made 23 episodes interviewing people from within this community. We were like, hey, we can hear, you know, the best of the best preachers on all these other platforms, uh, including Facebook, Life Tree Facebook. No. Uh, anyway, the, uh, and we can, we can like do all that. But what about to hear the stories of our own community? And it was like, go on there. I encourage you, if you've not heard it, go into your podcast provider, type in Everyday Impact, and you can hear 23 episodes of the lives of people from here in Lifetree, and be encouraged in your walk with Jesus, and learn from their lives. Um, but as we, as we come to a close here, I just wanted to 
share a thought. Hopefully it applies to you and you can see it applying to you. But it's much like what Kelly said we were doing when she said, you know, laying these stones of remembrance. I want to read a scripture to you and then we're going to, we'll start to land the plane here. So Elijah, if you can put that up, that'd be great. This is Psalm 78. And just the the first portion of it, it's a long psalm, so we're going to read the first 11 verses and then pause there. Listen to what he says. My people, hear my teaching. Listen to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth with a parable. I will utter hidden things, things from of old, things we have heard and known, things our ancestors have told us. Now, catch this. We will not hide them from their descendants. We will tell the next generation generation, the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. He decreed statutes for Jacob and established the law in Israel, which he commanded our ancestors to teach their children. So the next generation would know them, even the children yet to be born, and they in turn would tell their children. I'm going to pause there. Like, look, this is, they're talking about a family meeting. They're talking about meeting with the family and talk about what God has done, okay? Tell the children and the generation to come. Here we go, verse 7. Then they would put their trust in God and would not forget his deeds but would keep his commands. They would not be like their ancestors, a stubborn and rebellious generation whose hearts were not loyal to God, whose spirits were not faithful to him. The men of Ephraim, though armed with bows, turned back on the day of battle. They did not keep God's covenant and refused to live by his law. They forgot what he had done and the wonders he had shown them. Now, the the idea is this, that as we remember together what God has done, it actually gives us a trust and a faith and a courage in our present. In other words, taking a minute to pause and reflect on what God has done in your past actually gives you the present courage and hope you need to follow God into the future he has for you. Because you see there that these guys, it says they were armed for battle. They were ready for it. But they were afraid to go into it because they forgot what God had done. And there's this constant, we could read place after place in Scripture that calls us to remember the Lord your God. Remember what he did. Remember, you used to be slaves in Egypt and he brought you out. Remember how he led you through the promised land. Do not forget the Lord, right? Why? Because when we remember what God has done, we're essentially remembering him. When we forget what God has done, we're essentially forgetting him. I've been blown away in my life that I will pick up journals where I wrote down miracles that I've seen God do. I've got this journal that has stories of actual healings and miracles that I've seen. And I'll open it up and I will read it and I will be shocked like, how did I forget about that? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I wrote it down. And there is this power in actually like choosing to steward the testimonies of what you've seen God do that actually perpetuates more testimonies. Are you with me? In other words, like recalling testimonies produces more testimonies. Because because it puts in you a faith in a good God who actually moves in the lives of his people and causes you to trust him in a way that's going to lead you into the future he has for you. And so as we sit and do this as a family, my hope is that you guys would would realize that there's this powerful exercise, and I want to invite you to it. Pause, reflect. Remember, 
write down what he's done. Whether you want to reflect over the last year, whether you reflect over your life, if you don't have this as a practice in your life, I want to encourage you to create space. Pause, reflect, remember, write it down, and share it with people. Tell other people about what God has done in your life because there's this natural thing that happens where it actually begins to create a culture among us where we're a community that believes in a living, active God who's at work in our lives. And my sense is like God wanted to remind us of this. Like Kelly said about these memorials, I think to the people of God, the, the children of Israel in the Old Testament, the number of times they were told to, to lay these stones and create this memorial so that when you walk by it and your kids go, hey, what's that about? You go, oh, well, that's when he led us across the Jordan. Or that's when he did this. Or that's when he did that. And they were given holidays, Right? Where they would, on those holidays, remember what God had done. Whether it's Passover or Purim or on and on and on. There's all these different holidays. And given this instruction, tell your children and your children's children. That's why we gather every week here. And we rehearse the gospel and the songs we sing and the scriptures we read. That's why we do Testimony Sunday at the beginning of the year. That's why we do this family meeting. Because there's, there's power in pausing and reflecting, and remembering. And so my encouragement to each one of you this morning, take away from today, not just like reflection on us as a, a community, but in your own life. I want to encourage you, find a space this week, even if it's just 15 minutes. Pause, reflect, remember, and write it down. Whether it's on your computer, your phone, a piece of paper, Write down what you've seen God do and rehearse it and remember it and share it with people. And I promise you that it's going to stir up faith. Like when I sit and do this each year and, and write out, oh, yeah, this last year and that, I get encouraged for where God's taking us as a community. And the sense I had as we were praying this morning is that for some of you, there's maybe a faith or a hope that God wants to impart for a new business that he's calling you to start, or whether there's a move supposed to happen or some change in your life, there are times and places where if you're actually listening to what God is speaking to you and calling you into your life, it's going to require a little bit of trust or a lot, some hope, some courage, some faith to take that step. And having this process where you just pause, reflect, remember, write it down is going to serve you well. So that's, that's, a, that's the takeaway that you would, we would be people, a community that actually takes the time in our lives to remember the Lord, to remember what he's done. It's something, we, we glorify him when we do it. We honor him when we do it. There's been a unique thing we've experienced in our house. I'll close with this. This last year, as you guys heard me mention, Telsey's mom passed away in November. And something that's happened for us in the house is we have moments where we pause and we tell stories about her to each other. We actually go, remember when she did this? Like, we don't just sit and talk about abstract ideas about what she was like or things she believed and valued and principles. We actually, like, recall stories of things she did with us and, and, and things that cause us to remember. And in telling the stories, we're loving her. We're honoring her. And there's something that in when we tell the stories to one another of who God is, what he's been like, and how, how he's shown up in our lives. 
We are honoring him. We're glorifying him. We're loving him. And he's strengthening faith in our hearts. And so let's, let's commit to being a people who actually talk about what God's doing in our lives. Can we do that? Has he been faithful in your life? Has he been good? Thank you for listening to the Life Tree Church Sermon of the Week. At Life Tree, we are a family all about declaring and displaying Jesus to transform lives and benefit our city. If you'd like to find out more about Lifetree, you can find us online at lifetree.ca.